This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling Good morning, good morning, Tallahassee. It is time to be happy again and filled with hope. You're listening to 94.1 Wave 94, Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ, Servant Marcia, coming with the word to let you know that guess what? You have more value than you can imagine. And the way how things are going today uh, seems like we're living in the beginning of sorrows. Your function is even more important, more vital if you are a believer. Right now, what the world needs is you. You are so needed. They need to, we need your prayers. We need your intercession. And, but more importantly, you as a believer need to be wise. And I know we all remember about Matthew 25, where it talks about the wise and the foolish virgins and the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven. And we know that. We know that if we don't keep our all filled, that we will literally become foolish virgins because the bridegroom will come and we will not be ready. The marriage will take place and we will not be in attendance because of being foolish virgins, but foolish. And the Lord will then look at you and say, I know you not. I have always pondered that because I'm like, how can he not know us when we are virgins? Virgins in my mind means that we are righteous, that we are believers. How then does he not know us? I couldn't really understand that. So the Lord just helped me have better understanding and hopefully I will share it with you. I went over to uh, Psalms, the 37th chapter, and I began to get a better understanding of what does it mean to be righteous. Amen. And so the righteous trust in the Lord. Uh, we do good so that we can dwell in the promised land amen, that the Lord has given us so that we can be fed. We're to delight ourselves also in the Lord and uh, he will give us the desires of our heart. We commit our way unto the Lord. What that means is I live my life daily according to the understanding that I've gained by being in God's presence, going to church, fellowshipping, reading the word of God, praying. I commit my way unto the Lord. I trust in him. He shall bring it to pass, meaning the goodness in my life. He shall bring forth my righteousness, amen, as the light, and then my judgment as the noonday. I will rest 
in the Lord. I will wait patiently for him. I won't fret because of him who prospereth in his way. So what the the word of God is saying to us, look, you want to be righteous. A large part of being righteous, a large part of being a wise virgin is that we wait upon the Lord. We trust in the Lord. We do good. Amen. We don't have anger. We cease from anger. We forsake wrath. Amen. And over in Psalms, the 37th chapter, which is where I'm, I'm at right now, um, we that wait upon the Lord shall inherit the earth. That's what the word of God say. And a little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. We're seeing that. I don't know if you get a chance to look at TikTok or Instagram or YouTube. I mean, they're everywhere. So you can't help but see these things. And all of a sudden, we're seeing the wicked attain so much, prosper so much. And then all of a sudden, they, they've committed suicide. They're dead. They're gone. They've been uh, taken. Their whole family's been killed. I mean, well, the word of God is real. And so Psalms 37 says, starting at verse 16, a little that a righteous man hath is better than the riches of many wicked. For the arms of the wicked shall be broken, but the Lord he protects, he upholds the righteous. It's not saying that you don't make mistake and error and so forth, but no matter what, God is there protecting you. The Lord knoweth the days of the upright and your inheritance shall be forever. We shall not be ashamed in the evil times and in the days of famine, we shall be satisfied. We being the righteous. So the wicked, they shall perish. The enemies of the Lord shall be like the fat of the lamb. It'll be cooked, consumed, <laughs> smoked. <laughs> the wicked borrow and they don't pay it back. We saw that with the PPL loans. See, but the righteous showeth mercy and giveth. Amen. Because the righteous are blessed of him, blessed of God, blessed and shall inherit the earth. They that are cursed, they'll be cut off. What I'm trying to explain to you today, to be a wise virgin, you must pursue wisdom. And wisdom means that you're pursuing good. You're, you're, you're living in the admonishment of the ways of God. You're not doing part of it. You're doing all of it to the best of your understanding. I am seeing many people that say they're righteous that are gifted and go to church and pay tithes and offering and do all kind of good works, but yet they do not adhere to the word of God. So you lose your benefit. All of a sudden you begin to suffer like the unrighteous because why? There's a part of your life that is not righteous before the Lord. God expects us to lift up our entire life to him and say, Lord, receive my righteousness unto you. The righteousness that we have is reconciliation unto God to what he allows us to do, meaning that God knows that we are born and shaped in sin and iniquity. And yes, 
Our spirit man becomes a new creation when we receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But our flesh and our soul, that is a process. We're being transformed. We are being renewed. Our mind is being transformed so that we can make decisions that will commit our ways unto the Lord. Amen. So I'm still on Psalms 37 and um looking at verse 21, we talked about how the wicked borrow and they don't pay it back, but the righteous does. The righteous are blessed. The righteous inherit the earth. But not only that, the steps of a good man, righteous man are ordered by the Lord and God delights in his way. And even if he fall, he would not be utterly cast down or destroyed because why? The Lord himself upholds the righteous man, the righteous woman with his hand. Now, David is saying that he has been young and now he's old, yet he have never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. I had to minister to a young woman this morning and everything is very chaotic and insane about her life. I mean, she's living poverty. She's at least had two or three children killed, one by violence, one by neglect. Um, just incredible strife and agony. And yet, if she wants to move away from being cursed, then you got to move unto the Lord. Amen. You got to depart from evil and do good so that you can dwell forever. God loves judgment and he doesn't forsake his saints. Amen. They are preserved forever. The righteous, see, the wise virgin is righteous and the righteous shall inherit the earth. The mouth of the righteous speaketh wisdom in his tongue of judgment, good judgment. The law of his God is in his heart and none of his steps shall slide. So wait on the Lord. Keep God's way and God will exalt you to inherit the promised land. Amen. And, and, um, don't worry about the wicked. Stop looking at someone else. Just stay focused on yourself. Don't go to the right or to the left. Stay focused on being righteous unto the Lord. Mark the perfect man and behold. See, if you're going to look at someone, look at the upright. For the end of that man is peace. You don't have time to look at that big pretty house that a drug dealer just bought because all the only thing that's going to happen with that is going to come to naught. Instead, what about looking at that humble preacher or that, that old lady that go to church every time the church door open, you know, Mark, meaning pay attention to the perfect and the good man of God, woman of God, so that you can emulate them. And you can walk in the graces and the benefits and the blessings of the righteous. Amen. So if we continued on knowing that the righteous pursue wisdom. So looking at Proverbs, I believe the uh, first chapter. Oh, wow. Okay. Starting at the second verse, it says, 
No, this is what King uh, Solomon said, the son of David. He said, no wisdom and instruction. Preserve the words, perceive the words of understanding, receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, meaning be fair, okay? And pay attention to a simple person. Listen. And the young man, knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear. If you can hear, your learning will increase. If you become a person of understanding, you will uh, become wise, you know? So you are, one thing about wisdom, fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. But most, but fools, and we don't want to be foolish. So that's where we started out talking about the foolish virgins, the wise virgin. We're believers. We want to be righteous. How do we be righteous? We learned over in Psalms 37, and now we're at Proverbs, the first chapter. And so how do you be wise? Fear of the Lord is, is the beginning of knowledge. The word of God let us know. God said, my people perish for lack of knowledge. So if you don't have knowledge, then you will perish. But in order to get knowledge, you have to have fear of the Lord. Amen. So um, hear the instruction not just of the Lord, but of your mother and your father, you know, in order to remain wise. Um, the next thing would be in Proverbs, the first chapter, uh, looking at the 20th verse, it says, wisdom cries out. Wisdom is there. And she's crying out, you know, everywhere. Even when uh, you're near uh, evil, Wisdom is standing there saying, no, don't do evil. Um, but then you have to be able to hear wisdom when it cries out. You, you have to hear the Lord when he reprove you and say, no, don't do that. So when God calls us and you refuse to come to the Lord, then that means you're being foolish. So those Foolish virgins did not pursue knowledge. They did not have fear of the Lord. Um, matter of fact, God says, just like what happened to the foolish virgins when they went to the door and knocked on it, uh, Jesus said, the bridegroom said, I know you not. Depart from me. And uh, that's what the Lord is saying over here, King Solomon in Proverbs. It says, verse uh, 27, when your fear cometh as dissolution and destruction and distress and anguish, and you call upon the Lord, he says, I will not answer. And the reason why I won't answer is because you hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. As a person that uh, goes to church and fellowship and read the word of God, it might make, you might say, well, I don't see how I am being foolish. Well, you can go through the rudiments of being a godly person. You can wear the attire of being a godly person. But what you want to be is a righteous 
and wise believer because a foolish believer is just as bad as an unbeliever because you do not have the fear of the Lord. In uh, Proverbs, the I believe it's the second chapter, it says, if you will receive the words and hide God's commandments within you so that you will incline your ear unto wisdom and apply your heart to understanding. And then you have to seek wisdom like it's silver and search for wisdom as if it's a hidden treasure. Then shall thou understand the heart of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Why would anyone open a door to a stranger? How can you say you want to marry Jesus? You want to become the bride to the son of God, yet you do not know Jesus' heart. And that's what Proverbs is saying here in the second chapter. It says, you have to understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord giveth wisdom out of his mouth, cometh knowledge and understanding. And God will give you sound wisdom where you don't lose your investments or leave a job before time or uh, not discipline your children or not submit to one another or spend money without a plan for saving any money. You need wisdom to live naturally and to live spiritually and to be able to have the expectation of the rapture. So if you are wise in Proverbs, the second chapter, verse number eight, you will keep the path of judgment. God himself will preserve the way of his saints. And then you shall understand righteousness, judgment, equity. You will understand every good path. That is how you become a wise virgin. Uh, yes, we are to keep Holy Spirit inside, activate it. But what I'm speaking to you about today is giving proof. This is manifestation. This is evidence that the Holy Spirit is really activated inside of you. When wisdom enters into your heart, Knowledge is pleasant unto your soul. <laughs> Discretion will preserve you. Understanding will keep you. Amen. Wow, what a word. So now we, I have learned the difference between a wise virgin and a foolish virgin. And how do I prepare myself to serve the Lord here on earth, living like I'm in heaven while I'm on earth. So when heaven comes to earth to pick me up in the rapture, heaven is within me because I have been living heaven while I'm on earth. You know, saints of God are expected to be wise. The, the upright will dwell in the promised land and the perfect will remain in it. But over in 
uh, I believe it was 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Paul wrote this letter to the Corinthians, the church. And, and looking at the second verse, it says, first chapter, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, to them that are, listen to this now, sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, with all that in every place call upon the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. So, if we are wise, then we are righteous. And we are sanctified because we are called the saints of God. Everyone that are believers may not have the expectation of the rapture. Because if we are not living daily as wise virgins, then you cannot go and buy all of the characteristics that we just learned about this morning. It takes time, it takes proof, it takes evidence, it takes work, it takes faith. Amen. So here's what Paul said. Paul said that in everything you are enriched by Jesus Christ, in all utterance and in all knowledge, okay? Because the testimony of the anointed one, the Messiah, is confirmed in you and I. So what is the testimony of Jesus Christ as the anointed one? One, he came to let us know that there's a kingdom. The word of God says that after he left those 40 days in the wilderness, that he began to teach and preach and manifest the kingdom of God. That was his testimony. And even after he was resurrected and he was on earth for 40 days, before the 10 days that the saints of God waited in the upper room for the Holy Spirit to come down. But during those 40 days before he ascended, he only preached and taught and explained and illustrated the kingdom of God. That is Christ's testimony that we are now reconciled back to the original intent that God had when he created man in his own image and likeness. So that means dominion has come back to those that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. So Paul is saying to the Corinthians that you be behind in no gift waiting for the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Jesus himself will confirm you and I until the end that we may be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful by whom you were called, I were called unto the fellowship of his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. And if we go to the 17th verse for Christ did not send us to just baptize. He sent us to preach the gospel and not with wisdom of words, but with what? The power, the power of God. Because otherwise we will make the cross of Christ where it has no effect. So the preaching of the cross to them that uh, perish is foolishness. 
But to those that are saved, it is the power of God. Amen. So the Lord, it's written that he will destroy the wisdom of uh, the wise of this earth and he will bring to nothing the understanding, you know, of those who are not followers of Christ Jesus. So God made foolish the wisdom of this world. But if you have the wisdom of God, which is the fear of the Lord, so that knowledge will be permeated, will invade your your being, will go all through your body, your mind, and your soul. For after that, in the wisdom of God, the world by wisdom knew not God, and it pleased God by the foolishness of preaching to save them that believe. So God's wisdom is different than the wisdom of the world. Verse 27 in 1 Corinthians chapter 1 says, God had chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise of this world. He's chosen chosen the weak things of the world to confine those things that are mighty and the base things of the world and things which are despised. God has chosen. And um, so no flesh shall glory in God's presence, but of him who are in Christ Jesus, that's you and I, virgins, believers, but you can't be foolish, who of God is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption by the blood of the Lamb. Okay? Then we are to glory in the Lord. When we speak the wisdom of God, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the world, okay? And none of the princes of the principalities, the demons, the fallen angels that pretending to be gods, none of them knew. They didn't know that God had a plan. They didn't know that when they crucified Jesus, they released redemption to mankind. They did not know. And the Bible lets us know that I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him, but God has revealed them unto us by his Holy Spirit. So we do not, as believers and as virgins, we don't receive the spirit of this world, but the spirit which is of God that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. So the main thing here is that we now have the mind of Christ. And you have to remember that Jesus is a part of the Godhead. So if we have the mind of Jesus, then we have the mind to uh, submit to the will of God. Amen. And when we submit to God, then the devil, uh, the evil one or evil kingdom, they, they are, they are mandated to flee. So in this hour of great wickedness and confusion and, and doubt and don't understand government and can't understand why people are killing each other and, all of a sudden, there's sighting of giants and mermaids and just all kinds of things going. Mixture of DNA and transhumanism. There's so much going on. But what you and I are supposed to do in this hour is understand to remain 
wise to stay as virgins, but not foolish virgins, because we are to exemplify and shine as the light in this world. Amen. Uh, a natural man cannot perceive or receive the things of the spirit of God, but and the foolish ones can't either. So that's why Jesus said, or the bride said, I don't even know you. Why? Because if you're foolish, you cannot receive the things of the bridegroom. You cannot receive the things of Jesus. Lord, let us pray now. Father God, I lift up us today unto you, Lord. I ask you to bless us as never before, particularly in this season and in this hour, Lord. God, I truly believe that there's a great anointing that you're pouring out of your spirit. And I ask you, Lord, to wake us up, those that are asleep, those that are foolish. God, give us a desire to seek wisdom, to live under the fear of God, Lord, so that we can gain understanding of your heart, Lord God, so that we can live our lives, Lord, as wise virgins, Lord, exemplifying you, being ambassadors of you in this earth. Father, I ask you to raise us up, Lord, as intercessors for this world. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Thank you so much, Lord, for your word. Thank you for wisdom. Thank you for righteousness, sanctification, judgment, equity, Lord. All of that is released as an inheritance unto your children, God, while we're here as pilgrims on this earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, guys, we made it. And I just want to let you know I love you, but God loves you so much more. And He's given you everything to be the great warrior, the great overcomer, the great conqueror that you actually are. Shine as lights in this world and be what God has called you to be. Amen. God bless you. Bye. See you next time. Bye-bye. I wanna walk